season finale wrap-up that we've done every season. Mm-hmm. This is the end of season five. Yes. We finished it. We only have, a, like, a baby season of actual TV yeah, okay. to consume. But spoilers for our listeners, we did watch the first episode of season six. We watched the six. episode of season and six because we wanted to, and then Chris and I were like, oh, well, let's just keep watching, and Sam said, no, no but that's not being that's not having artistic integrity. Yeah. And I was just like, "Hey, why are you holding us to that standard?" Because <laughs> we have I mean, to be better Glee, than Glee. Well, Glee, we wasn't. have to be better than Glee. Mm. Also, We're it's being just better than Glee by just like season season six starts in such a buckwild place. Yeah, that, that I just. I need to savor it, you know? Mm. If we just binge it all, we're gonna have to rewatch it and we're like, oh, this is stupid. But we but... have to rewatch it anyway for no. Right, but I'm saying the more times you watch it, the stupider it gets. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, but no. <laughs> but I wanna at least have at least one watch that's mm. savorable, that I didn't binge three episodes in a row. <sighs> anyway, that's besides the point. It's we season just have five. different styles of consumption. Yes. Which what, is fine. We both have different consumptions. We're both gonna die, but you know. Anyway, uh, the, the rapists, they do confound me. Oh, oh, I'm too weak to continue. I cannot go on. The shape, the shape lounge that I'm like yeah. on is like way too conducive. This, to this is an audio medium, but Maggie just did exactly what you assume they did while they said that thing about the vapors. Anyway, fainting. I fainted. Yeah. Kind of. Anyway. Sort of dramatically Let's, let's jump right in. Stretched. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna do what we've done every season. We're gonna yeah. kinda walk through and talk about where we've been. And then we will get into what the best of the season was. Yeah, and I, I guess the worst. We did do that last season. Yeah. So. I have some strong feelings about some bests okay. this season, but yeah. um overall I'm not sure I'm remembering parts yeah, of it. Yeah, which is, which is why we have to walk through and so, really dig in. So, let's start at the top. Yeah. The, this season opened with a two-part Beatles tribute. It was Love, that, Love, Love yeah. and Teen in the Sky with Diamonds, which is the one where she got slushied. I'm yeah. pretty sure, yeah. And um, in, in the first one, um, Kurt and Blaine reconcile. Yes. And, and get engaged. Get engaged, yes. And also... There's like a weird autumnal fair yeah. in the middle of March. Yeah. <laughs> or May or April. Yeah, I, so they one go, of those yeah. They go to that fair yeah. with Artie and Kitty to ignite their yeah. Yeah, relationship. So, to clarify, so that first one, um just to go over some of the, the nitty gritty, I gave Jake a gold star. You'll remember mm-hmm. Noah's brother. Yeah. Um he was on the show for a while. Yeah. You gave Blaine a gold star because he wooed Kurt, I guess. Um, And then we both picked All You Need Is Love as our best song. That is the last song of the episode. It's the really bombastic number where we go to Dalton and everyone walks through past all the characters that the show has seen thus far. Well, minus... Not the adults, I guess. Minus Krofsky, notably. (laughs) 
Purposefully, maybe. Anyway, probably because um he is tied to a very traumatic part of Kurt's life. <laughs> yeah, we're spoilers, folks. We will no, have to talk about this, but no. for now, stop this like no spoilers, folks. Stop. Just if it's a spoiler, don't talk about it. Just continue. <laughs> I like forward. we're seeding we're seeding our seeds, Maggie. We're we're setting up. The, but anyway, um, I gave it one slushy. You gave it half a slushy, and then the second episode, I picked Kitty because Kitty gave Tina her dress or whatever, and you split yours between Rachel and Santana. Who the fuck knows? Oh, Santana had the lovely um, "Here Comes the Sun" number with, yeah, Danny, with Danny, which is the number I picked for best number. You picked something. Yeah. Um, I don't remember why you gave Rachel a gold star. I guess she always deserves it. We both gave it zero slushies. That is completely incorrect. Like, both of those episodes weren't very good. And, like, the fact that Clayton gets back together is annoying. Like, well, what? Do you want to, so here's a little uh, bomb to drop here. There are four episodes this season that we both gave no slushies to. That is incorrect. And we made a pledge. We made a pledge at the end of the last season. We were like, we're going to be more honest. We're gonna say things are bad when they're bad. We're gonna stop giving I mean, them good ratings. I'm just, I don't and now like here we fucking are because you didn't check me on my phone. It's your fault. <laughs> you know what else is worse? We didn't give any episode five slushies this season. That's this might be the first season we didn't actually just totally slush well, an episode. Here's the thing, though. I don't think any any of them are bad enough. Right. See, see that's the thing. I feel like Glee really reined in their, like, heinousness when it came to trying to tackle big issues. Yeah, a lot of it just got more mellow yeah. and boring. Fun? Well, boring. Yeah, I think the intent was fun, boring. but boring was the outcome. Um, so then the third episode was The Quarterback, which was the a sticky Monty one. Yep. memoir episode. Yeah. And I, we both agreed that it was a cool portrayal of grief. Right, yeah. Um, but um, not too honorable, like, more honorable of the actor right. rather than the character himself. Because, yes. like, Finn was someone who grew and changed so much yeah. over the course of the show. And, like, the <laughs> memory did not Reflect acknowledge that. Yeah. that. Yeah. Instead, it was like, he lit up a room whenever he went inside, and his yeah. leadership was amazing, and yeah. there, he was gold. Like, yeah. it's not... <laughs> yeah, there, there was a there was a, a bit of um, whitewashing of history, yeah. where it was like, oh, Finn was always really tolerant, and like, super mm. chill, and like, not a bigot in any way, where huh, it was like, seems, well... It seems weird when you think about how he um, yelled at Kurt for that moist towelette thing, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, dropped a, dropped a hard F on him, and then later, like, outed Santana publicly. So, mm-hmm. like... And never apologized <laughs> yeah, for so, it. Yeah, so... Well, he did Lady Week, where all the men sang Is the lady songs. Really, I'm, an apology? It we, seems we more can't. like mansplaining <laughs> Santana's life! We can't retread this ground. Um, we both give our gold stars to Shannon... Coach yeah. Shannon Beast because she is one of the better always adults for helping with grief. It. Yeah, always yeah. deserves one. Yep, and we both picked Seasons of Love as the best number because that's the number they open on, mm-hmm. and it's very like cold open of just really honestly a Cory Monty tribute, which yeah. is nice. Um, and yeah. I mean the cast like this song needed to sing this uh, this show needed to sing this song at some point. Right, and you this is I mean? like the most appropriate time, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, you gave it no slushies, and I gave it one and a half slushies. 
And I'm sure that we didn't slushy that one more because we were <laughs> afraid of the consequences. I mean, I don't think it needed more slushies than we gave it. Sure. I think the Beatles episodes were worse sure. than this one. Okay, yeah. And just because, like, like looking back at the Beatles episodes, they just weren't very good. Like, you know, that's, I mean, I think part of it is the Beatles music is hard to do wrong. Um, and like, sure, quality, whatever. But like Beatles music is pretty iconic and like they didn't butcher any of the numbers. So like I guess they didn't butcher them, but like Beatles music is iconic in that it will sell copies yeah. of the same I, song I think as many times as fucking possible. And well, like in retrospect, that's the only thing I can think about is like well, the money grab that it obviously was. I feel like it actually is a weird representation of the fact that it was such an iconic moment that everyone could start using Beatles music because yeah. Michael Jackson died. <laughs> like it, it is very set in like a certain time because yeah. of the fact that they can use the Beatles. Right. Um like catalog music yeah. and that it like is I like they were getting engaged to make a statement about gay right. marriage legalization. Yes. Yeah. So I, I yeah, it's weird. And then the next episode Man, Blaine is such an evil piece of shit. Right? Yeah. So the next episode was a Katie or a Gaga. Yes, that happened this season. Yeah, wow. Uh, when um when they, Marley gets yeah. suspended for not wearing a more revealing costume. Yes. Um, yeah. And then, so I fix Elliot, or Starchild, as, sure. whichever name you want to go with. Um, um, Elliot Starchild, Adam Lambert. Yes. <laughs> and you picked Sam, which actually I think is the first time either of us had ever given a gold star to Sam in this entire show. Wow. Yeah. Why? Did I do that? Why? He's such that? a... Oh, I don't know. I... What happened? He he episode? did the he was he was wooing Penny. He like hmm. he like lets her give him a shot. I think yeah. he, I think he did because of the number that they did where it was like Yeah, like the dream sequence number. Yeah, yeah. Um hmm. but anyway, so then uh the, we both picked Mary the Knight, which was Adam Lambert. I um Mary <laughs> Yeah, and I gave it half a slushy, and you gave it one slushy. Yeah. So, like, we really did not come down on this season in any kind of meaningful well, way. Well, I don't think that one should have had that, because do you remember the audition of Adam Lambert yes. for I the mean, band? Yeah, it was really and, good. And, like, he circles around on that chandelier. Yes, and, and humps the air. Like, yes. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. the, my bigger issue is that I feel like that concept is so stupid that it shouldn't exist. Like, I, th I think it's great. <laughs> anyway. Well, and... But the Katie and the Gaga thing is some fucking bullshit. Right. Donna Whore complex. Yeah. But, like... but it's even, but it's not, I want to like really like hone in on this because even like recently, like in the end, it feels like Katie and Gaga have some very similar characteristics. And honestly, Gaga seems to be more on the Madonna side of the Madonna Whore complex <laughs> in retrospect, which is wild that Glee tried to make this a thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, like, I'm not sure the characters that they put in those places were Katie's and Gaga's. <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> yeah, like... There needs to be, like, a third option. Right. To, or yeah. a fourth, or a fifth, or it's, you know, get rid of fucking categories altogether. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then the next episode was The End of Twerk. This is the one where Unique, the, mm -hmm. the gender riots yeah. happen. 
but also the Glee Club wants to, like, twerk. The raves in the bathrooms. Yes, this is, I'm pretty sure where they sang, uh, uh, the Robin Thicke song. Oh, yeah. Blurred Lines. Yeah, they sang Blurred Lines, because Will is like, can't you see we're just expressing ourselves? Right. And he, like, touches way too many teens. And yeah. Somebody is here to teach them to, to twerk, but they don't actually twerk. Instead, they say, okay, kitty, twerk. Jake. No. Yeah. It's Jake. Jake, Jake and... does a speech where he's yeah. like, oh, well, you see, twerking it started in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> yes. And then white people took it. And yes. then we well, see kitty I mean... doing the twerking, and then... Yeah. That would have been more ingenuous. I feel like his speech was not so direct about white people stealing twerking. No, and but, like, yeah. I mean, it didn't start in Atlanta, Georgia either. <laughs> no. So. Well, the the other big thing, though, is that there's like a huge thing about how, like, Unique wants to be able to use the bathroom, mm-hmm. and then Sue installs the porta potty inside the, the choir, choir room, room, and then Will gives up twerking for all of the Glee Club in order for Unique to be able to use the bathroom, which is... Yeah, which, okay, so Tina loves the porta potty yes. she finds it convenient, and loves to drop the loads. Yes. And, the, like, the whole premise of the Unique bathroom plotline is just straight up, like, gross. Dookie? Yeah. It's just, like, sort of disgusting, like, how... She she's even willing to be like, oh, I'd be fine going to the boys' bathroom, but I I'm afraid to go in there because I've right. been harassed. Yeah, and we see that happen yes. as well. And then she's like, well, I can't even go to the girls' bathroom. Right. And then like the solution is to put her in her own like like well, getting I, getting her to use the faculty bathroom. She has to go ask Will to let her into the bathroom well, whenever she I wants think... to use it. I think the final, no, I can't say that. I think what they ended up going with was that Sue gave, <laughs> gave Unique their own key to be able to access the faculty bathroom whenever they wanted to. Yeah, but so, overall, I think it's, like, not a good way to handle the idea because it's instead of being like, oh, we should let trans people into whatever bathroom they want, instead, instead like, we could give trans people separate but equal bathrooms. Right, like, yeah. Okay. No, it's, you're, you're right. Um, Again, Glee stuck their foot in I, a puddle. I think it's like showing these teenagers as so bigoted is like such an old idea. Yeah. Like, it's it shows that Ryan Murphy hasn't been to a fucking high school, like actually just been to one on a campus yeah. for at least a decade. And Well, I mean, I yeah. think... I think my problem is that there's a choice, and we've talked about this a lot, but there's a choice that they can make where they can either show reality yeah. like it is, yep. or they could show a better version where, yeah. like, things are actually good. And instead, they try to do reality with, well, like, weird twists on it. I don't even it, know but... if they try to do reality, because it's definitely, like, a campy universe all around. Yeah, I mean, the big thing is, I, I mean, like... I I appreciate what you're saying, and I know there are lots of, like, actually, like, chill people in high schools nowadays, but there are still shitty high schools in the middle yeah, of the country I where people are shitty. That's so, like, true as well, but, like, I don't know. I just don't think it was the right way to go about it. They've no. never really handled the trans plotline very well. Right. Like, the only, honestly, the best trans inclusion was when Unique was playing... Um, the mother of Jesus. <laughs> yes, like... well, we're gonna get to that, but yeah. No, and I think 
this is something that's actually really interesting because I heard about, I, I was listening to some stuff about Pose, which is a Ryan Murphy show that yep. has been happening the last couple of years, where he's working with actual trans women of color. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that is much better. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Like, And so I think that it shows that, like, Ryan Murphy probably realized there was, this was not the best way to do this. No, like, totally. And we've talked about this before as well, but a big failing of Glee is that they can't really move past the stereotype. Right. Because they only have one character of each certain, right. quote unquote, type. Yeah, yeah they have, it's know? very, it's very tokeny. It's very, mm-hmm. it's very pitch perfect where you have each of the, like, this is our Asian stereotype and yeah. this is our person of color that's trans and this is, that, I know. mean, Tina was called Asian number one. For a the like, pretty much the, the show. whole show, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so we both picked Unique for our gold star. We both picked If I Were a Boy, which is where she sings in the bathroom after getting harassed, um, and we both gave it one and a half slushies. And we should that should have gotten way more slushies than it did. I think the, at least three. I think the big reason was that we were happy that there was actually a plotline around Unique for once, even though it was kind of like gross. Yeah, totally. I yeah. remember that elation when yes. you're like Unique. Yeah. She had a she got to sing multiple solos. Yeah. Anyway, so then the next episode was Moving Out, the Billy Joel tribute. Oh my where... god, that one was like so masturbatory and disgusting. <laughs> yes. In retrospect, definitely a very bad part of the season. Um, I gave my gold star to Rachel, and you split yours between Sam and Santana. Mm-hmm. Sam finally getting that extra half a star. Um, and I picked Just the Way You Are, which is the one where they tell Sam that they love him. No matter what size he is. Because this is where he learns that to be a model, he has to be really skinny. That song is so sad. Because it's like, they, they sing it on the piano in the, in the yes, loft. Yeah, because Blank gives them a piano also. The um, best part is when um, Santana makes that entrance. Exactly, which is why I picked it. Yeah. Yeah, and then you picked My Life, um, which is where Jake... Yeah, rudely sings shadow. to Marley about how he. Yeah, this he is his be a life. slut. It's his own life. Yes. And there's like the shadow cast on the wall as yes. he like dances on the moodily. piano. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we both gave it one and a half slushies. Man, <laughs> what a stupid episode. Um. Yeah, that deserved more too. Yeah. So here we go. The next up. Hey, 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 we can edit ourselves. Let's do some. Let's do some addition. <laughs> Here <laughs> on the side, we'll have the original number okay. and then the <laughs> the retrospect number. Sure. So Beatles. Beatles. Uh, it's got to be a three for sure. both of them. Yep. Okay. The the quarterback. Um, the quarterback. I'm gonna keep it where it is. Okay. Uh, a Katie or a Gaga. I'm gonna add a slushy. Sure. So that's two. Uh. The end of twerk. What did I give it? One and a half. Let's add another one. Moving out. Let's. I, I gave it one and a half. Yeah. Let's add two and make it three and okay. a half. Yep. Um. Okay, and then our next episode, Puppet Master. Um, you'll remember this one. It's the like gas leak where three different characters all have. <gasps> Okay. Hallucinations. But this episode is amazing. And, like, we got so much feedback being like, oh, this is the episode that the fandom hates. And here I am, like, why? Well, and, and, but it makes so much sense because, like, this episode is such a fuck you it to is. the face of people that and wanted more actual Glee content. Yeah, I, I've said it too. Like, yeah. 
at the time when I was watching, I had stopped watching the show by this point. Right. I had not seen this episode yes. for real. Yeah. And yeah, like it is sort of a kick in the face. <laughs> Especially if you've been waiting, you know, yes. you've been waiting like the four months that Glee was on hiatus right. to get this. Right. And honestly, There's, they don't even have a big puppet number altogether, altogether for real. Like, Well, they kind of do. Well, they have the, okay, so they sing What Does the Fox Say? Yes. And at the end, they, they all have their puppets and they're singing blah, 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 yes. or whatever. And... In New York, they have their York, puppets. they have the puppets and they're playing like Catan yes. with the puppets. Yes. And... I guess what I'm saying is that I want the pup. I want them to be doing the puppets to be doing more than just like singing at a table. Yeah, that's fair. I I think part of it also is that like this whole first half of the season is a big fuck you to the Glee fandom. Yeah, um, and like honestly, not. I don't think it's even an intentional fuck you. It's more of a like. Like, obviously, their recording set schedule got offset by the fact that Somebody Corey Monteith passed. passed away. But also, like, they are, we are in stasis. Right. We, we have not moved, story-wise, the entire beginning of the season. Right. yeah. Except for, like, the claim engagement. Right, I which guess. happened at the very beginning. Yeah. So, like. So, like, we've been, nothing has happened. Yes. For that entire period. Yes. And we know that nationals and graduation have to happen. Yes. And we're just sitting around doing nothing. Yes. Like, <laughs> I think the puppet episode would be better if it's, like, actual high stakes. Like, this yes. is this is nationals and half of us are having puppet hallucinations. Like, that sounds amazing. Yeah. And then we could have, yeah. like, that the French carny sure. as a puppet boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. I mean, it's still a very good episode, though. Like, obviously, we're biased because we hate Glee. So yeah. if Glee's just gonna, like, like, fuck around and, like, masturbate in the corner for a while, like, I mean, this was pretty good. Blaine, the, I mean, Blaine this and Jake good. were, like, yeah. really good they, hallucination scenes. Yeah, Jake's, like, Paula Abdul medley yes. is the shit. It was, it was, uh... So good. It was nasty slash rhythm nations. That'd yes. be Janet Jackson. Oh, what did I say? Paula Abdul. Um, oh, I, well, okay. Sure. I meant Janet Jackson. Sorry no, about that. Um, and, yeah, yeah, like, the, the bit with Marley is, <laughs> yes. like, the most... Uh, character like positive character interaction actor wise like yes. acting we've seen from those two characters the entirety of them being on the show yes it's gotta be real yeah um they're much better as bitter exes than they ever were as lovers <laughs> it's true and yeah um the bit where marley is like i'm gonna do it sexy now <laughs> it's like burned into my retinas for the rest of my life <laughs> that was amazing yeah, um, so yeah, so we both gave our gold stars to Blaine. Yep. Uh, I picked the fox as my best number. Sure. It's all the puppets. And you picked Nasty Slash for the Nation. It is also pure confirmation of our diligent appraisal of Blaine. From the very yes. beginning, we were like, this kid is evil. Yes. He has, <laughs> yeah. he has the mark of evil on him. We see it. We know he is son of Beelzebub. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, but honestly, like, yeah. Here it, we are. Yeah. Um, we both gave it zero slushies. Yeah. Is that? Yeah, I, I think that's got to stay how it is. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, I want to praise the Prince of Hell on yes. his final, I don't know. 
Yeah. Um, ascending. Yes. So, okay, so then the next episode yeah. was the previously unaired Christmas episode. Okay, so this episode is really good also. <laughs> yes, right? Like, this one is actually legitimately good. It is, because, like, finally Glee was like, oh, well, we can just do the thing. Yeah, we can just do whatever we apparently, want. apparently, like, the canon is so sacred. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. And, okay, the episode's amazing. It is non-canonical. That right. is how it is, like, described in every single, like, facet. It starts off with a, uh, like, monologue from Jane Lynch. Yes. Dressed as Sue Sylvester yeah. in like a snowed-in cabin, right? Where she is putting cups <laughs> of coal in stockings of famous actresses. Yes, no, it it really doesn't make any sense. And she but... she says that there is a a storyline cut from the episode yes. where Blaine is obsessed with Yule logs. Well, that's and here obviously I am, a like, gay joke, Maggie. Like, well, here I am. Like, let's see that. I mean, to be fair, the storylines we get are still pretty good. We get. Santana and Rachel and Kurt all working at a, as, like, for a ball Santa, and then the Santa that they find, who is hot, tricks them into drinking and, like, like blacking out and then robs them. Well, he seduces Kurt and ties him up to be able to steal stuff. Well, but more importantly, they do sing the Chipmunks. The Chipmunks song. (laughs) I gotta say, the Chipmunks song is the low point of the episode for me. No, it's so good. (laughs) But the rest of the episode is pretty top-notch yeah. good stuff. Yeah, well, and especially the other plotline, which yes, is McKinley. Other, yeah. At McKinley, they're going to put on a Living live nativity, nativity yes. scene, uh, which is being put on by the Christian student group. It's Well, but, but it, I feel like, was it the Christian student group, or was it like... Just, like, the Christmas student group. I'm honestly not sure. They have a student group, and they're going to put on this live nativity. There needs to be auditions for it. Yes. Um, Kitty wants the Virgin Mary? No. No, She she, does not. She explicitly says she doesn't want it. But that's how the the story goes. Yeah. Like, oh, well, does Kitty want it? No. (laughs) No, of course she doesn't. And then, uh... uh, Marley, Marley and, and Unique. Unique are like, well, we're gonna get it for you. <laughs> yeah, no, and I feel like her, Tina, yeah. and um, and Mar Marley. Yeah, I keep forgetting. I keep thinking it's Mallory. What the fuck? That's it's, not unexpected, honestly. <laughs> it's it, Ma- it really says a lot about the show. It's uh, Mallory here, and yeah. she and the rest of them. They do a number yes. where they wear like Ice Queen ABBA jumpsuits. Yes. And sing a song, like a Jamaican song about Jesus? Yes, and honestly, the best part, so in order to goad Kitty into Mm -hmm. playing the Virgin Mary, because everyone knows that's what she really wants, because for some reason she doesn't, like, she's like, I'm not pure enough to be the Virgin Mary or something? That's what she says, like, I'm not pure of heart, so I can't be with the Virgin Mary, and they're like, oh, well, she'll be nice if we just give her the part. Yeah, to to retroactively explain Kitty's character growth. (laughs) But anyway, so then, so then, the highlight of the episode, um, they sing Love Child. Yes. For the living nativity, like, rehearsal. And and there is a live birth. Oh, yeah. Jesus. So, the costumes are sequined. Yes. Of course. Right. Everyone is wearing fake beards. Yes. Except for, like, Unique. Yeah. Unique and the angels or whatever. Yeah. And uh, Blaine is Teen Angel. Yeah. Again, in a different way. Yes. 
And yeah, the baby gets thrown during the choreography, (laughs) the birth when it happens. And like at the end of rehearsal, Will is like, okay, um, you know, try to pick it up brighter on the birth scene. Like you really need to get that baby out on the four count or whatever. (laughs) And uh, Kitty is like, stop this. And and it's like, this is heresy. (laughs) Yep. And then she she, she declares that she will be the Virgin Mary. It's the only way that they can do it. Um, And Unique is like, Oh no! Yeah, no, it's my car. It, it's a very good episode. Is the thing. Um, I gave my gold star to Santana. You gave yours to Unique. The ending is very confusing, though, because Santana gets them a new job where they're living We're, mannequins. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's an excuse they can sing whatever stupid song they sang. It doesn't matter because we picked Love Child because it's literally the best number they've okay. ever done. Yep. Um, and then we both gave it zero slushies because mm-hmm. that's what it deserved and yeah. still deserves. Um. I still think the Christmas episode from season two, two yeah. is, is better. That's fine. Um, so then the next episode. I think it's season three. It might be season three. So anyway, so the next episode is episode nine, Frenemies. Frenemies. Uh, yeah. Santana decides to audition as Rachel's understudy without telling her. Rachel is blindsided and a feud ensues. Um, yeah. Sounds uh, about right. I don't know. I think Tina, this is the one where Tina and Artie are also feuding because they're both almost valedictorian. Yeah. And then Sue, Sue makes them do a speech. Makes them do a speech, but they both um, Praise the other, yeah. And, like, like don't. Except, yeah, they, 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 I recuse myself. Take, yeah. want to be valedictorian. And then she's like, oh, well, perfect. I'll just give it to Blaine. Yeah, Blaine is the third in their <laughs> class, so he gets it, which is. Again, just more evidence that he has to be somehow manipulating all of this, because it's so perfect. totally. But yeah, so um, we both split our stars between Rachel and Santana, because how can we choose? Mm -hmm. And then we both picked Don't Rain on My Parade, because Santana is amazing. Yeah, that number by Santana... Is really good. Is the best number of the season. Okay, well, we'll wrap back to that, um, but I'm glad to know now that that is your opinion. Um, So then, we've also also both gave it zero slushies. Because, yeah. I mean, what else are you supposed to do? I, I, this is, I remember this is the one where Rachel has the moments where she's like, it's so hard being a star. Yep. And then at the very end where they do like the, like montage where she's moving out, mm-hmm. where she's taking one bag with her and leaving a few behind. Yes. And she rips up the photo in front of Santana to make she, photo fetty. It's she amazing. She slaps Santana in this one, doesn't she? I think so. Because Santana tells her that she's always yeah. going to be short and awful, and then and then Rachel, Rachel slaps, slaps her, her, and they both have a moment of silence, and then Rachel says, "I think I should move out," and yep. then Santana's like, "I also think that." Um, yeah. Yes. Real. So yeah. So then the next episode was episode ten trio. Um, this is the there were a few trios. This is the one where Blaine, Sam, and Tina should have had a, a threesome, re- a regretful yeah. threesome in the halls of McKinley. Yes. Um. Yeah. They sneak in to have their like the senior lock in that they wanted to do that Sue yeah. wouldn't let them do. Um. And then uh, on top of that, uh, Santana, Rachel, and Elliot all have a weird trio of sorts because Santana and Rachel are trying to use him as their like tool to de- yes. to decide who's better. Yes. And then of course the most important plot line, uh Will and Emma are going to have a baby. Hmm. Oh wait, nobody cared. Um so then so I picked uh Elliot for my uh star. You split yours between Blaine and Santana and uh I picked 
hold on because the Wilson Phillips is amazing. Yeah. Um, and you picked Jumpin' Jumpin', which is the uh, number that Blaine, Sam, and Tina do at the beginning. Yeah. Where they all prep. Um, it's really good. Tina is like the Beyonce part, which like, yes, yes bitch. Yes. Um, I gave it one and a half slushies, and you gave it three slushies. So we finally, you know, started to live up to our yeah. promise. I feel good about that rating. Yeah. Um, okay. So then the next episode was Nationals, episode 11, City of Angels. Yep. And we have, uh, Sean Astin. Yes. As, yep. As John Baptiste. John Baptiste. Yes. He loves to close talk and he loves the show choir vlogs. Yes. And we also see Mercedes with her fawawa. Yes. She's in the episode primarily to tell Marley that she's going to be okay. Yes. Um, this is the last time we will see Marley. I think well, oh, well no no we still have Melissa Benoist. Well we we see we see them again when graduation happens. But yeah, all of the glabies are in the Sure, okay. Yeah, yeah, and we'll talk about it. Anyway, so um I picked Carol Hudson as my gold star because there are a few choice monologues by her in regards to Finn. You'll remember they did their whole Finn tribute see, for the Nationals. All of this like Finn tribute stuff what should have happened is the the season should have opened with right. them going to nationals. Yeah. You know? And then, like... Doing a Finn tribute at nationals. Doing yes. a Finn tribute at nationals, and then having, like, maybe... Okay, you do the Beatles tribute. Right. You do maybe one more episode about, like, nationals prep. Sure. And then you go to nationals, you have the puppet hallucinations while it's happening... And then you maybe do, like, so you have the end of senior year. Yeah. Because there's, like, a chunk of time between nationals and graduation. There sure. was when they won nationals the other time. Yeah. Um, so you, you really focus in on that time and about how they're leaving each other. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe you have a few episodes of the summer after senior year, and then you, you do a time s- jump. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, but anyway, that's not how it happened. Um, they do their Nationals tribute to Finn. Uh, Jean-Baptiste led, I don't know, throat explosion, I think? Yeah, was, I think so. Yeah. They, they had, um, like, big Cybermen heads. Yeah, they, they did, um, Mr. Roboto. Yeah. And, um, Counting Stars, I yeah. think? Yeah. Um, but anyway. It's not good. So, we, we both picked More Than a Feeling as our song, which was the last number that the Glee Club did. Um, and then... Uh, I gave it one slushie and you gave it two slushies. I mean, yeah. I mean, you it it is actually a pretty good Nationals episode. But like, thing. like, I'm so tired of it. Also, right. Well, there's ways to make there's ways to make these competition um, episodes like new and fresh and sure. interesting. For instance, having puppet hallucinations <laughs> during the entirety of it. Sure. Um, yeah, but that, I mean, it was fine. Like, it wasn't bad, it was just... Anyway, the next episode was the 100th episode of Glee, aptly Ooh. named 100. Um, and this is where it's Sue... The death of Glee Club. Right, because I think at the very end of the last episode, there was an actual cliffhanger where Sue was like, no, the Glee Club is dead, you didn't win, and that mm-hmm. was our deal, so you're, you're cut off. And so April wrote, and, uh... I don't think she was in this one. I think April Rose is in April. this one. Yeah. April Rose shows up, um, and also so does all all of the people. And they do quote songs from previous episodes. Right. Or whatever, but not really. No. They do a few, and then in the second part, 
they just kind of go off the rails with that and just right. sing whatever they fucking want. Yeah, which, like, I mean, oh, honestly... Like, oh, love this song, let's sing it. Which, like, what? <laughs> I mean, so in in the one where they recover their, they cover their own songs, which they've already done anyway, um, I picked Santana and Quinn, I gave each of them half a star, um, and you picked April Rhodes to get a star. Um, yeah. And uh, I picked Valerie, which is, yeah, they did totally. a, dance, a dance number to cover yep. Valerie. And then you picked Toxic, which the Unholy Trinity did a, like, weird Russian sexy version. Yes. Of. And this is the episode where Santana and Quinn, I picked them because they have this fight over the piano where um, Quinn is like, oh, yeah, right. I'm dating my professor. My no, professor. no, no, no. That was right? last season. That was at the wedding. No. That was when they hooked up at the oh wedding. Oh, my God. Yeah, this, this one, they... Um, I don't think they had a fight. No, she's got her boyfriend, Biff. Yes. Biff is here. Right. And Puck, Puck, Puck is, fights him. Yeah, well, that's next episode, I think, because... Yeah, they, I'm sorry yeah. talking about that one. Oh, okay. Well, this first one, I gave it three slushies, and you gave it a single slushie. Mm. So you liked 100, apparently. Let me um, bump it up. Give it okay. two. Okay. Um, and then... Uh, the, the other one was called New Directions. This is when Holly Holiday joins the party. Yes, and they, um... She starts it off with the Temple Grandin cosplay. Yes. Turns it into party all the time. Yes, which now I my cannot get out of my head. Party all the time. Party ever. All the time, so I blame Glee for that. All um, the time. Yeah. And that party scene is the best party scene of the whole season, even though there are scenes that take pl- place in like New York clubs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's the best club scene that they have, and it was on the auditorium stage. Um, yeah, I I gave half to Santana, half to Brittany. I think the main reason on this one, I think on the last one, Santana gave that like really horrible speech because no, because this is the one where Rachel and Mercedes are having a feud about which of them is the better diva from Glee yeah. Club, and. Santana gives that, like, horrible speech where she talks about how much of a troll Rachel is. <laughs> and then in this other one, Brittany, like, talk, like fills the room with lilies yep, and tells and Santana to, that they should go to Lesbos. Yeah, yeah, they, they're going to go to Lesbos and she's yep. going to quit MIT. Yeah, and you... And, oh. yeah, this is um also the episode where we discover that Will has spent over a million dollars <laughs> on the Glee Club. Yes. Um, yeah, which makes sense. I mean, we saw, um, what does the fox say? We saw yeah. Roar. Yeah. All of these were in this season. Yep. Will has, of course, been spread, spending egregiously. Yes, the, the whole moment time. he got the money. Yes. Which, so, yeah. Um, that it just confirms that yeah. none of those episodes, none of those numbers were, um, non-diegetic. They're they all, all diegetic. happened for yes. real. Yeah, and most of them happened for specifically just Will to yeah. watch. all of them happened... For Will's pleasure, with him footing the well, with Glee Club fitting the foot and bill. Yeah, um, and fitting then the foot and bill. Love so it. on that second half, you gave Tina a gold star. Yay! Um, I think there might have been some stuff about oh, this must have been graduation because yeah, yeah Tina like or wait no, that was the trio where she gets sad all the time. But this is still good because this is like graduation. Everyone is finally you know the Glee Glebies are finally going on their way or whatever. Um, I picked Be Okay, which is the Santana Rachel, like, makeup song. Yeah, that sing. one's nice. Um, and you picked Party All the Time because you're also an evil demon. <laughs> I love to party all the time. What can um, I say? And we both gave that episode two slushies. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So then the next episode is where things took a real turn. Um, 
It's New New York. So this is where we we start the New York season. Yes. Basically. Yeah. Um. So Blaine is living in the apartment. Yep. And he is fixing Kurt. Well, we've had a time jump. Also. Right. Yes. He's he's fixing Kurt breakfast every, every day. day. Every day. Also. Whoa. Also, yeah. He he is a critic of the furniture of the apartment and thinks that other things should be there. Well, but he doesn't say it outright. He's like, oh, Kurt prioritizes aesthetic over utility. Yes. Oh, won't he be so pleased when I turn this into a workstation? Yeah, and then Kurt arrives and is like, this is hideous. Why would I want to think about work when I walk into my home? <laughs> um, yeah, so... For the and then Blaine is like these curtains, we yes. can hear everything. Yes. Um. Additionally, Sam and uh, Artie are living in New York. This is also established here. Sam um, is um has been crashing on the loft couch. Yep. Blaine has been reading him to sleep with fan fiction, Star Wars fan fiction. Yep. And um, um yep. I can understand why that could put a damper on curtain. Um, Blaine's sex life. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, so I picked Elliot for my gold star. Yeah. Because he, uh, he, like, has to be the go-between for Kurt and Blaine this time around. Because they're constantly fighting. And yes. this is just the start of it. Yes. Um, and when Blaine goes to talk to Star Child, he's like, you can never take Kurt away from me. Right. He's the most important part of my life. And Star Child is like, I'm not. Chill. Also hands him a guitar. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Use it like a body pillow. <laughs> yeah. Um you gave half to Blaine, half to Rachel for your gold star. Yeah. Which sure. Like mostly it's been uh, Rachel says some good stuff. She does. She's also preparing for um she's preparing for Funny Girls Funny actually Girl. open. Yeah. She was just on that like six month, six week yeah. tour, whatever. She has a car. Yes. That that that's the main premise is that she is so abstracted from reality that she can't yeah, be authentic and then anymore. Yeah, like, gets something stolen from him, yeah. and he's like, Rachel, can't you have some humility? Yeah. All that shit. Yeah, I, so for the song, I picked Downtown, which is their opening number for the New York, um, and you pick People, which is the last number that Rachel's practicing for yeah, 20 Yeah, because it's like a nice, sentimental moment when they're eating Monday night dinner for the first time. Yes. It, that is very sweet. Yeah. Um, this is, yeah. I think, so Mercedes does move to New York at this the end episode. of this episode, yeah. yeah, which is why at the very end, Rachel is trying to call the taxi, and then Blaine is like, God, I love her style. Yep. Um. Yeah, so I gave it zero slushies, and you gave it one slushie. Sure. Yeah, new era. Um, The next episode was Bash. So this is the one um, where Kurt uh, acts as a vigilante. Yes. Um, and gets hurt when he um, intercedes on a fight that yes. he sees uh, because he was at dinner with Rachel, and Rachel's quit school at this point, and they have yes. a fight, yeah. and then Kurt walks home alone and sees this fight and tries to break it up. I don't I, know why he I walks home alone, because they'd be walking to the same fucking place, because well, Rachel's living in the loft at this point. <laughs> so, what's up with that? Also, um, yeah, Rachel's quit school, because yes. um, she... There's a scheduling conflict. There's a scheduling conflict, and Instead of um, calmly trying to resolve it, uh, she uh, well, yeah, the, she quit school. Yeah, well, the big thing is she and Blaine do a duet instead of it's, doing a number each. And yeah. Carmen Thibodeau tells her that she has to reschedule and do another one. And she's like, well, I don't have time for that. I'm doing Funny Girl. And Carmen Thibodeau's like, 
um, excuse me, and they're just like, um, you're excused, and then leaves. Yeah, yeah so... Yeah, um, quit school, Carmen Thibodeau is like, be careful about <laughs> doing that, and then they're just like, I quit! Yes. I have decided. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Blaine sings, um, that song from Sweeney Todd. Yes. Kurt's lifeless what? form. Yeah, because that's, that, the, uh, the assignment for their, like, winter showcase or whatever was, was they had to sing Sondheim? Bra- yeah, Sondheim. Um, but yeah. anyway, so I picked Kurt for my gold star because he is a hero, and you picked Bert because Bert is also a hero because he Bert raised Kurt. Um, <laughs> and then I picked I'm Still Here, which is the weird song that Blaine sings to Kurt's lifeless body. Um, and you picked Colorblind, which is the Amber Riley number that is Amber I, Riley's number. I picked that one because, like, the song is okay, but, like, I mean, it's not a... I mean... I mean, Amber Riley's a very good singer. Amber so. Riley's a great singer, yeah. but it's not great to, like, tell white people that they're allowed to be colorblind, because racist white people will use it as an excuse to be racist. Right. I, I think the other thing was... This must have been the episode... It's the it's where, the episode where it's like, oh, no, I can't date you, Sam, you're too right. white. Yes. And then Kurt gets hurt, and she's like, she reconsiders. I'll yeah. date you. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um. So I gave it two slushies. You gave it one slushie. So then let's bump. Let's bump that up. To two. Okay. So then, uh, the next episode tested, mm. where they uh, talk the about STIs. The STIs, and we have the, the black and white cold open. Yes. Um. And then, so the major plot. Is this the one where Blaine is looking at porn? Um. Yes. Oh, so this is the one where... So Blaine is feeling not confident about his body. Is yes. Is this one? It is, for sure. Because, like, Kurt has that monologue when they're in fight class where he's like, oh, Blaine and, and I were being tested. Oh, you're he's right. being tested. Yes, yeah, which honestly makes zero sense coming off of Bash, where... <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, yeah. Yeah, because Blaine is like, I'm so fat, like yes. I'm hideous. I don't want to have sex because I'm gross. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and he's um consuming porn. Yes. Um, apparently, uh, egregiously so. Like, well, and Kurt, Kurt opens yeah. like his laptop and is like, "Fat boy, physicals, how could you?" Yeah. Um. Blaine's just like. Uh, yeah, well, the the funny thing is that plot is so sub-sub sub-plot in this episode because it's about Artie being a player and, like, fucking all these, like... I prefer just talking about the claim plot because it's so fucking wild. And there's also... That, it's so fucking wild that Kurt's like, oh, yeah, I can yell at my 19-year-old fiancé about the porn he... Well, and then watches. also, there's, like, also the, the, there's also the plot where Sam gets tested to prove to Mercedes that he's clean so yeah, they can have so sex. Yeah, so that Mercedes would want to have sex with him, and right. she takes him to, like, a church. church yes. And before she goes in, she's like, I need to talk to God, and then she sings a song to God during yes. the episode, and she tells Sam, like, I'm not even thinking about that right now. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, oh, it's, no, it's not great. <laughs> Sam and Mercedes don't make any fucking sense. He's, like, sexually liberated enough that he's like, hey, I'm clean, just want to let you know so that, you know, we could have sex. And Mercedes is like, oh, I can't even say S-E-X. Yeah, like, yeah. Come on. Anyway, so we both picked Julie, which is the the date that Artie has. Oh, yeah, um, she's great. She's great. The actress is amazing. Um, 
for our gold star. And then we both picked I Want to Know What Love Is, which is the song that Mercedes sings to God um, yep. in the church. And we, I gave it one slushy, and you gave it two slushies. Okay. Yeah. So then uh, the next episode was opening night. Rachel's opening night, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we both picked Rachel for our gold stars. We both picked Love Fool for our best number. Yeah, which is because the... that dream sequence. Yes. That dream sequence is awesome. Yeah. And But the rest of the episode is pretty garbage because it's just about... Like, Sue. It's Sue. About, it's about Sue fucking, um... Sue fucking Leo Spichetti. Like, I'm yeah. not about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, along those lines, I gave it three slushies, and you gave it four slushies, which is the highest slushies we've given an episode this far. I think... It took us until the 17th episode I mean, to start dumping slushies that does make dumping sense slushies Like, you, you heard the, the other descriptions of the episodes, like... Yeah. No, it's true. Like, this is obviously the worst one so far, which is... I think it's the worst one so far because, like, this is Rachel's opening night. This right. Is her, this is, like, a culmination of her entire character, like, Which, achieving yeah. this dream, and instead you're gonna cuck us with a Sue Sylvester plotline? What the fuck? <laughs> and, and also, like, honestly, it kind of mirrors the, like, confusion I have as to why Rachel doesn't want to be on Broadway anymore after this. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, apparently the show didn't want her to be on Broadway either, because it told us about Sue on yeah. her opening night. But um, along those lines, the next episode is The Backup Plan, which is mm-hmm. where Rachel goes to audition for a TV show, because that's her new dream. Um, also, how is, how is opening night and backup plan, like, episode, like, how are those next to each other? Right. What the fuck? Yeah, How is this the show? Why would you do this? And, like, there's that one song that Rachel sings in her dressing room. Yeah. Where she's, like... Wake me up before you go-go. Exactly. And there's, like, the multiple Bye, Rachels. She, yeah. And she's, like, oh, I, I guess I'm just so dispassionate now. She doesn't even say that. It's no. just, like, supposed it's implied. to implied. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, a TV executive shows up in her dressing room and is like, I have an audition for you, Rachel. And then, bam, her entire life's purpose changes. Yes. What? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, on, on top of that, also, um, Santana and Mercedes reconnect on how good their voices sound together. Yeah. Um, we both pick Santana for Gold Star. They we both, take that, um, yeah. uh, like, ad speaker. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, because yeah, we both pick... The native advertising speaker. Yeah, we, we pick Doo-Wop, that thing, which is the one where they sing it across, a, a, yeah. around a building. Um, and then we both gave it four slushies out of five, because we're not fucking around anymore, and this is really bad. It's very bad. Yeah. Um, so along those lines, the next episode was Old Dog New Tricks, where Rachel tries to rehabilitate her image, because she's already lost everything, pretty much. She's still fanny on Broadway, I guess, but she hates it, so... Um, uh, we both picked Maggie Banks, the old woman, as our gold star. Yep. Um, because this is when Kurt, this is the one that Chris, Chris Culver, Culver wrote. wrote the episode, yeah. and he was like, well, I am Peter Pan, and yeah. then we see him as Peter, Peter Pan, Pan. Yeah. except it's him singing a Madonna cover, yes. wearing star-shaped sunglasses as he spins continuously in the wires. Yes. And that's, that's all it is, folks. Well, there's also the part where, like, the old people become children. But... Oh, yeah. Oh, did you think that maybe it could be an interesting concept to have Peter Pan cast by all elderly people? Well, fuck you! <laughs> yeah, so... Because we don't have the rights to Peter Pan, <laughs> yeah. so instead we're gonna do the Madonna number, and we're gonna have Kurt flip, and we're gonna have all the old people turn into babies. Um, additionally, this is also Broadway Bitches. 
Um, this is yeah. all the love songs to dogs. I picked Lucky Star, the banana number that they sing for Peter Pan, and you picked I'll Melt With You, which is a song that they sing to dogs. It's the best one that they sing to dogs, though. <laughs> yeah, so then um, we also both gave that one four slushies as well, because yeah. it's bad. Yeah, I mean, like, none of these episodes did anything overtly heinous to they're just, deserve five. They just don't make sense. They're just bad. They, they, they're nonsensical. I mean, the music is fine. I think that's the main reason I never gave anything five slushies at this point, is because in the past we've had episodes where, like, they are heinous and, like, the music either just doesn't do anything to compliment it or, like, is just bad. Like, they choose they choose bad numbers or they choose, like, you know, they just make bad choices. Yeah, I mean, Whereas, like, here, a, like... A level, like, a, a five slushy episode, I'm thinking of, like, the school shooting episode. Yes, exactly. Or... Or, like, the Karofsky suicide episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there are ones that are legitimately worth giving five slushies to. These are just, like, weird and nonsensical, but they're not heinous. Like, they're not yeah, awful. and they're not, like, fun weird. No, they're exactly. They're not, like... They're not Puppet Master. They're not Puppet Master. Exactly. Right. Okay, let's yeah, last lay, on, one. lay on the last one. Yeah, last one, the Untitled Rachel Berry the Project. Untitled, the Untitled Rachel Berry Project, where we have Christian Shaw come in as a guest star yes, to Mary be Halloran. the eccentric writer that follows Rachel around to um, write a TV show to about write her a life. TV show so that we can get these small snippets where Nittany and Swain or whatever fuck, yeah. fuck in a, and start an art commune together and then... Yes. Well, and on top of that, this is also the culmination of Blaine with the rich socialite yes. uh, plot line, where he has, like, a showcase that she's and putting on And he's been lying him. to Kurt this whole time about yes. him being in the showcase. Yes. And then he finally reveals, he sings, like, this sad song, yes. sad drum legend song at the piano, and is, like, really torn up about it. It's like, oh, I've been lying for months. I guess that's where the emotion is coming from. And then when Kurt comes in, he's like, listen, I've been lying. And Kurt, like, throws the bag of food across yes. the fucking room. It's yes. like, red flag, that yes. is my lunch. How yeah. fucking dare you? Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't see why they're still together. Kurt does make excuses for Blaine's bad behavior by being like, oh, you know, I w- if I had... If, if I, had I was you, I would have lied to me, too. <laughs> yes. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Additionally, they also have the weird flight shit. Yeah. Anyway, so I picked Mary Halloran, the author of the TV script, um, as my gold star. You split yours between Nittany and Slain, or Brittany and Blaine, as it were. Um, we both picked American Boy as our best number, because it was... Um, and I get, and we both gave it three slushies out of five. Should we so. mention that we're glad that Brittany's alive? And this oh, yeah. And did confirm that? Yes. No, that because was... Because she was mysteriously gone after going to Lesbos? Yes. And, uh, we had ha- a half-baked idea about Santana, like... Having to cover up after her death. Yeah, maybe, yeah. like, maybe Brittany and Santana got too drunk on a cruise ship, and then, like... Britney fell off the side. Yes. And then, then Santana had to live with the guilt forever, which is why she became a better person after she went to Lesbos. Like, I don't know. But Britney's alive. Yes. Um, sadly, Santana is, is in Iowa. Is in Iowa for this episode. I We got a tweet um, that somebody, okay, I'm not sure if I believe this person because they've been a hater to us in the past. Sure. But they said that, um, the reason why Santana wasn't there is that Nye Rivera and Leah Michelle had been fighting on set. <laughs> oh my god. Perfect. And, and Nye wasn't wasn't invited. To okay. This, um, yeah. To this film. Stranger than fiction. <laughs> yep. 
Um, yeah, so that was the whole season. So without the without the alterations, mm-hmm. our number right now, um, I ended up giving it an average of one and a half slushies, and you also gave it an average of one and a half slushies, which means that we ended up. Oh no, no sorry, one and po- one point six slushies. Okay, going thank around. you. Yeah. Um. So we ended up with approximately one and a half slushies as our average, which, um, in comparison to the other seasons. Season one had 1.54, season two had 2.375, season three had 1.785, season four had 1.98, and season five had 1.555. Which makes it the best season. The second to best season from the first. first. Yeah, first season's still better. Okay, I think that's what we had predicted. Yes. Remember? Because there are. There are some really stellar moments yes. from this season, yeah. even in the episodes that are bad. Yep. No, yeah, and it's true. And, like, so, yeah, I mean, with your alterations, I can't do it on the fly, but I'll look into it. We can we can give an update at the beginning of our next season okay. for that, that spicy update. But, sure. Um, so now we need to do some awards yes. for the season. So just numerically, gold stars-wise... Our top gold star earner this season, Santana Lopez. Oh, as, as with every season, <laughs> Santana got six and a half stars. No, seriously. When is it never going to be Santana? You know what I well, mean? Well, I mean, it wasn't the first season because she wasn't really a character then. Um, But yeah, and then our second, also no surprise, Rachel Berry with five stars. Um, she, she's really returned to form she this is. season, though. Well, except for this last bit, where she's kind of dropped True. off again, for fuck's sake. Well, yeah, she's made some really rash decisions. <laughs> yes. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll see how that turns out. And then third, of course, Blaine Anderson with four oh, and a half stars. The Prince of Hell himself. Here yes. we come. And then yeah. we have Darren Chris here. Oh, we've got him in the studio. Yeah, I mean, no. Darren, tell us, what do you like best about making Glee? Craft services. <laughs> Being evil. No, um, yeah, I, I just, I feel like those are the three names we read every season at this point. Just because... They are the three best performers on the show. Are you saying that Darren Chris is evil? Is that what you just said? No, I said that he enjoyed being evil on Glee. If you, but if you, if you say that he's evil, he's really never going to come on the show. <laughs> Not just because we don't have any notoriety and no reason for him to come, but because you've said a mean thing. I mean, I'm going to stand by it. Um, <laughs> speaking of, so along those lines, here is an update. For across all five seasons, okay. gold stars. Yeah. Santana Lopez comes in first. Yeah. Obviously, with thirty gold stars across all five Damn. seasons. Um, Rachel Berry comes in second with twenty and a half stars. Wow, a full <laughs> a full ten, ten less. less. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, Blaine comes in third with eighteen gold stars across four seasons because he was in the first season. Um, and then Kurt is fourth with 12 gold stars across all five seasons. And Brittany S. Pierce is fourth with 10 and a third stars across mm-hmm. four seasons. Because, again, no stars in the first season. So, yeah. Well, you know, it makes me sad that, um, I mean, of course, we've got Santana, our queen. Right. You know. Yeah. 
Latinx sure. powerful lesbian. Right. Love that. Yes. But then the rest, like everybody else, is like white. But well, I guess that makes sense because yeah. of the amount of screen time that is allotted <laughs> yes. for people. And even like Santana doesn't have as much screen time as some of these characters, you know? Yeah. But she. She works it. It's true. <laughs> um, so our next person that isn't white is eighth place Mercedes Jones with seven and a half stars across five seasons. Um, she is tied with Burt Hummel. Who's the Who's the one with the least amount? Um, <laughs> who isn't a, a one-off character? Let's find out. So, um, so at the bottom here with half a star across any of the seasons they were on, we have Joe. Oh, no. So we have Hunter Clarington, um, <laughs> Jan, who I do not remember at all Jan. from season four. No clue. Um, Millie Rose, Marley Rose's mom. Oh. Cooper Anderson, Blaine's, Blaine's brother. brother. Dave Krofsky, mm-hmm. uh, Leroy and Hiram Barry. Together? Yeah, well, Hi, each mom. of them got half a star. Sergeant mm-hmm. Handsome, Pink Dagger. Uh, Miss Hitchens, Mr. Roomba, Huey Cannon. Um, Mr. Let's... Roomba, it's um, Mr. Dalton Roomba. Oh, right, yes. Um, let's see, who would we consider? Ryder got one star. Does that count? Um, I think so. He was and, on two seasons. I mean, that makes sense that Ryder would be the lowest of the main cast. Yeah. Um, I mean, unless you count Joe. I don't really count Joe. <laughs> um, let's see, who else is on here? Marley got one and a half. Mm. Will Schuster got one and a half across oh. the five seasons he's been on. So, Damn. and yeah. he's in season six too. <laughs> yes. So we'll see. Um, but yeah. So I guess um, any any standouts this season that were like random. I mean, Maggie Banks got two. Shannon Beast managed to get two. Elliot this season. Yeah. Damn. Elliot got three. Um, yeah. Unique got three. So. Yeah, it was it was a season. It was a season indeed. Okay, so now we have to get to the most important part. Yeah. So we have all of the Beatles covers. I don't think any of these are going to be a real contender. No. Um. And then. Okay, so we've got Seasons of Love, I'll Stand by You, Fire and Rain. No, 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 no. You are woman, I am man. No. And that's a real that's a real winner there. <laughs> no. I, I think if I were a boy should be up there. Sure. This is for solo, right? We're yeah. gonna do solo first. Yep. Oh wait, I found the best solo. Guess that's it. <laughs> Sam um, just wrote, Don't read on my parade. I mean, let's see, wrecking ball? No. Mm. Uh my life? No. Mm. Just the way you are. Nasty Sasha of the Nation. That's a group number. You're my best friend. Is that a group number? With, with the New Direction puppets. It says it. <laughs> uh, the Chipmunk Song. Love Child. And if I'm going to choose a song from the puppet episode, it's got to be What Does the Fox Say? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, let's see. Because some people don't Party. like that song, but I love it. <laughs> Party all the time. Loser like me, acoustic. No. no. <laughs> Why were you watching that the other day when they to came... To force you to watch it. <laughs> Ew, you're gross. <laughs> um, uh, no one is alone. You make me feel like a natural woman. 
Mm. I don't know what love is. Love fool. Love fool. Is that just by Rachel? Um, I think technically these people sing backup. But like. But not like actual lyrics. It's her dream. Okay. So it's like it's like a one. It has to be a one person number because she's the only person. But they they do sing like weird like oohs and. I know, but like, I, I I would consider sure. it a solo. Okay. Um. Hmm. Do want that thing? All of me. Mm-mm. Glitter in the air. The thing about all of me is that when Blaine sings it, like, he doesn't deserve to. No. Yeah, it's not a deserved number. Um, okay, so, I mean, obviously we already knew what the best solo number was yeah. for the season, but it's, it's don't wait on my parade. I think If I Were Boy is a notable, like, yeah. standout from the season, but it's not the best solo from the no, season. No, totally. Because, yeah. like, when Santana comes in and kills that number, it's yeah. just, like, bam, the game has changed, you right. know? Yes. Um, Not as much as you would hope, because, you know... It doesn't go anywhere, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so... I mean... What else? I think um, the group number is You're My Best Friend with the Puppet. I I <laughs> actually I want to refer back to what you just said. If we got to pick a number from the puppet, it's got to be the fox. Yeah, what does um, the fox say? But that's definitely not the best group number of the season, is it? I mean, you're right. Now that you're singing that part, it does take me home tonight. It just feels so weird to go from like actual glee into like the New York stuff. Totally. Like what about um Um, what about the chipmunk song? I mean it is really good. I think that needs to go in the worst number. No. No no no. The worst number is Blurred Lines, and you can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> okay, but the like, beat is sick, is the problem. But Will sings it. <laughs> uh. Maybe good a good duet could be everything, um, I believe Every in a thing called take. love. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Ooh, I know the best group number. This one, Boy Child. <laughs> Didn't you mean this one? Oh, yes, Love, love Child. Child. Yes. Um, Okay. Cool, cool. Actually, yeah, I think I can agree on that one. Love Child is the best group number. I yeah. love that Christmas episode. It's so good and yeah. like so wild. Um, okay, and then let's see. So that leaves us with a duet and a comedy. I don't know if there are any intentionally comedic numbers this season. Like, there's um, nothing that stands out to me. Like, the Grease 2 number was obviously supposed to be bad. But I don't think there's anything in this season that is, like, intentionally, like, played for a joke. In terms of music. Yeah. Which is where it's fun to do it. So. I mean, you could say that the some of these song. Christmas episodes, like the Christmas episode ones are like. Yeah. Comedy numbers. I mean, I don't know. It's fun. Maybe, okay, here's what we do. We have, we have Love Child as the comedy number. Okay. And then group number has to be what does the fox say? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'll support that. Yeah. I, I, love, I love that the, song. No, it's great. Well, no, I like the you're my best friend one because sure. it's not like the characters operating their puppets. It's Blaine, Blaine. and the puppet. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you like it because of the context. It's <laughs> fine. It's a fine number, but it's not like the yeah, best you're, number. You're right. You're right. Um. Yeah. I mean, 
Is there anything else that can compete for worst number? I mean, they do, um, don't stop believing. That's true. Um, let's make a list here. So, we said group. The fox, what does the fox say? Duet. What was the one that Elliot, the star child. And I believe life. in a thing called love. Yeah. Sure. I believe in a thing called love. Um, I don't think there's a comedy number for this season. I just don't think there is. Yeah, I mean, it's not, um, it's not that it's not funny. It's well, just, well, it, I mean, it isn't funny, but like. <laughs> but like in the past, like in very... the past, they've had numbers that were like either intentionally funny yeah. or intentionally not funny that did still play as yeah, like as very humorous. Yeah. And like. It's that they're not really intentionally making jokes anymore. Right. Like, they're not... <laughs> yeah, they're not really using the music as a comedic vehicle anymore. They're just using it's, it as a money-making. Yeah, it's barely, like, a narrative vehicle. <laughs> exactly. Um, what... I, I guess... Yeah. I think Blurred Lines is the worst number. I think there's a big well, competition, though. Like, yeah, I mean, there's Don't Stop Believing. Yeah. It's sung at least twice this season, right? Right, because Rachel sang it for... Well, no, no, that was last season. She sang it for audition. Yeah. So I think it was just the once this season for the hundredth and first episode. Yeah. Um, where they, like, are, like, wishing Will's child a happy life or whatever. And, yeah, yeah. yeah it's gross. Um, oh, Don't Sleep in the Subway is definitely... I take it all back. Don't Sleep in the Subway is the worst number of the season. Because <laughs> it's just really bad. Um... And could have been anything else. It I mean, been all way better. these are bad, though. Yeah. Let's wait a while. Let's is wait a while. Like, really... It's not that it's, like, bad, but, like, the actual tension in the story makes it a, a delicious song. Yes. No, it's really good. Consume. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. The Rose is... That one is bad. It's That's supposed to be played that... for comedy, and it yeah. just is bad, so... Where the guy, like, texts yeah. the whole thing. Girls yeah. on film... Yeah. Pompeii. Oh, that Rachel one sucks ass. The camera. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, at the end of the last episode, yeah. when they all group hug and they're like, oh, let's come back here in six months, everybody. Yeah. Oh, I wish we could just stay in this moment forever. Right. And then the lighting drastically changes in the next yes. shot because they clearly filmed it on different days. Yes. <laughs> and... All the characters in their same costumes just run out into the street for a big flash mob dance with a bunch of yes. extras. Yes. And that's terrible. Yes. It's bad. Yeah. Um. A A O A O. Let's look at the right, right at the camera and break the fourth wallow. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's just. I think I think it is really worth noting that like. This is the season where Glee decided to stop being fun and just decided to try to make any money so that Fox wouldn't cancel they, them. I mean, they just decided to sort of make friends. Yeah. I mean, they make the joke about it in that one cold yes. open when Tina, Tina Bang, falls and yeah. hits her head and, yeah. like, has a hallucination where about they're chums. Chums, yeah. And everybody is, like, living in New York and it's right. like... Oh no, Rachel got a spray tan! Which she did. And, yeah, like, yeah. um... Actual Rachel definitely did that yes. for sure. She is bright orange yes. for multiple se multiple episodes of this season. Yeah. Um. And yeah, they just started doing that, and it's not like jokes anymore. It's just sort of sort of situational comedy, more right. like just the characters like getting in 
horrible arguments. <laughs> yeah. And especially Kurt and Blade. They're just, like, fighting all the time. Yeah. And then the Sam fighting Sadie shit time, is fighting just... Fighting all the time. <laughs> fighting all the time. <laughs> yep. Because they don't know how to show functional couples. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's let's just finish this up here. Mm. The best number of the episode, or the season, Don't Rain on My Parade. Yeah. It's pretty obvious, honestly. Like, honestly, even looking back... There's nothing in the in the regular no. Glee part of it that I think competes. Maybe I'll give them, like, like on an emotional level, you could argue for, like, Seasons of Love or um, mm. More Than a Feeling. But, like, even then, like, they're just... Those are obviously not the best number because they're pandering to my emotional, like... Well, it's not like it's pandering to to that to me. It's more... I mean, the songs just, like, aren't that inspiring. Like, right. I don't really no, remember that's true. them. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I get that, like, maybe they'd have more emotional resonance if I, like... Cared? I mean, that's, that's a that weird thing to really say, but, cool. like... Yeah, and, like, but, it's, like... it's more of, like, I can, like, feel remorse about Cory Monteith's death and stuff, but, like, right. we're pretty far removed from it yeah, at and, this point in time. Well, and even, even so, this show isn't about like no it's not about it like it just isn't like yeah and it's very tragic and it always will be and it always has been and like we are not trying to like overshadow that fact it's just that when i think about season five i think about oh there was that first half where they were at the school still and it didn't make sense and then they went to new york and it stopped it also didn't really make a lot of sense but in the interim santana fucking went for it and like tried to undercut Rachel, and at first it seemed fine, but then it turned out Santana was also nefarious, and it was amazing. Yeah, I mean, I loved that Santana um, had stuff to do in the show that (laughs) felt, like, genuine to her character, and, like, she was making some choices that I'm like, yeah, Santana would make that choice. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm, like, not really about plot lines that just are about putting women against each other. and It gets to a point where, like, I mean, Rachel's just so convinced that Santana is out to get her, out to get her and then Santana is, is like, yeah, bitch, maybe I am, if yeah. you're gonna say that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think in retrospect, it is a little um, regrettable that the main driving plot of New York for, like, half of the season ended up being Rachel and Santana are fighting because they both want things. Yeah. Um, and Kurt doesn't do anything about it because he's watching. Yeah. For fun, like you know. So um, let's um, let's close out the episode. Let's yes. say the order of the seasons that are the best. We have season, season one. one. I mean, like every time we do this fucking thing, yeah. season one has to be the best. We season. have season one. We have season five. Season five is the second best After season. That one? I would argue that that is actually correct. Yeah, like, and then season four. Or yeah, season three. Season. Season three. Season three. Season three. Yeah. yeah. And then season four. And then, <laughs> and then season, season two. two. Which, just honestly, season two is so bad. Season two is trash garbage. Because it's so funny. But, like, it went from being, like, a very funny comedic premise to being a garbage fire. Yeah, so fast. <laughs> so fast. And then they tried to salvage it. And, and it they've just... been trying to salvage it. To Ever this... since. To this point. To this day. Um, yeah, you know, so we started the sixth season. We do have things to discuss, of course. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, uh, primarily some of the shit that Blaine has gotten oh up to. Oh yeah, okay. this shit's no, no. delicious. The fact that we take a, like we jump into the future again, yeah. and now it's just it's it's a new frontier, yeah. and I'm so we excited. Are, there's a time jump coming up, folks. If you have never watched the sixth season, here we go. Let's get immersed. <laughs> Fun story. Neither have we. Neither have we, of course. <laughs> so like, so yeah, we it's... are we are experiencing this anew. Together with yes. you, yeah. it's gonna be great. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, Will is in the show again. So I am, like, I'm feeling negative about where the show is going. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, there's but, no way that this ends well. No, but I feel extremely positive about um this being almost over. Yes, that also is a very <laughs> great thing. Um, yeah. So I'm not having to watch Glee. Yes. We're really close. The nice thing, the sixth season is half a season. I think it's like 12 or 13 episodes. So nice. We, nice. we are on the home stretch here. Um, we will, of course, be doing it week by week, like we've been doing. Yep. Um, but, yeah. Until then, uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at SNMHateGlee at our email, SNMHateGlee at gmail.com. We have a Patreon, yep. patreon.com slash SNMHateGlee. You can search Sam and Maggie Hateglee on the Patreon platform as well. We push most of our Patreon donations to donating ourselves right now. Yep. It's the Trans Law Center yep. that we are donating to. Um, it's a great uh, cause to donate to regardless. So if you don't want to support us, I understand. Go support them. <laughs> yes. And we'll see you next week for that episode of yes, uh, season, season one. one episode, or so, season <laughs> six, episode one. Um, I fucking don't even know what his name is. Dude, let's make a guess. Shiny teeth in me. <laughs> How to terrorize your ex. How to get away with murder in 60 days. Loser like me. Yuck. <laughs> Discuss. So, yeah, next week we'll be back with Loser Like Me, but until then, I've been Sam. And I've been Maggie, and we hate Glee! From the top.